0: I said I don't believe that the Chiefs are going to uh, make the playoffs. You can't say Russell Wilson's that far from Patrick Mahomes. <laughs> Kick
1: it. Mahomes in the pocket, floats a pass near side, Kelsey over the shoulder, he's got the catch, he's got the touchdown! Kansas City! Hurts by himself in the backfield, threat to run and throw, crouches down, he wants to run it. A cl- oh, the ball's off, he kicks the ball, it's picked up by Kansas City, they're going to the 20 to the 10, to the 5, touchdown! Kansas City! A defensive score by Nick Bolton! They hand it off, left guard, it goes, touchdown! Kansas City! Isaiah Pacheco blasting in behind the block of Joe Tooney. They're gonna throw a quick pass to Tony. He's got it on the edge, he will walk into the end zone! Touchdown! Kansas City! Kadarius Tony! And Tony will take it low at the 35. Now cuts back to the right. He's got a wall set. If he can get to the edge, they need need to block the putter. They do. Tony's at the 40, up the sideline, at the 30. He's at the 20. Tony with the block trying to stay in plays down to the five-yard line. A fast left side wide open Skymore touchdown Kansas City. 11 seconds left in Super Bowl 57 35 35 tie the kick is good. And Kansas City leads 38 35. Hertz takes the snap. The Chiefs only rushing two on a delay. Clock is going to be out of time and the pass is going to be underthrown. It's incomplete. It's incomplete. Everyone, everyone who claims the Chiefs' kingdom will raise a banner above the National Football League again for the second time in four seasons. The Lombardi Trophy has a red and gold reflection. Our defense played their ass off in that second half. Um, in our offense, we, we found a way. Man, one of y'all said the Chiefs were going to take it home this year. Not a single one. Feel that? Feel it, And on top of that, next time the Chiefs say something, put some respect on our name. Live from Brett Veach town, it's Bob Fesco,
0: Josh Klingler, and yours truly. It's a Super Bowl champion edition of Fesco in the Morning. I hate to tell Travis Kelsey this, but I'm finishing up cashing out all of my preseason bets from picking the Chiefs to win the Super Bowl, Travis. So not everybody was picking against you, as I also cash in on my Sky Moore anytime touchdown. You know, you hate to break a good narrative and a good uh, speech at the end of the game. But I'll tell you this, a year ago, March, Hills traded, I told you. This team was going to go to the Super Bowl and take care of business. And lo and behold, what did they do? They went to the Super Bowl and took care of business. And I hope you all did the same thing yesterday as well on that FanDuel app and cashed out all of those big money wagers from early in the season. And as you're waking up, going to bed, I got asked the question today down at the Casey's lovely, uh, lovely stop right there on Metcalf, like 83rd and Metcalf. I go in different guy this morning, not the late week guys, uh, different guy there goes, you coming in, or are you going to work or what are you doing at this hour? I said, getting ready to go to work. Cause a lot of people have been rolling in that have been up partying all night with the fireworks going off in Kansas city. And why not baby? We got ourselves another Super Bowl championship good morning and welcome in it is a Super Bowl edition of Fesco in the morning here on 610 Sports Radio Josh is somewhere in the desert for now maybe maybe he maybe he's here for the day maybe he's not we just don't know he's gonna kind of (laughs) be touch and go with it but uh, did you cash out your bets yet my friend Did did you did you listen to me and cash out all your bets and rolling cash like Scrooge McDuck today because of the Chiefs
2: I don't think Travis Kelsey was counting, yeah, uh, bets, wagers made. Uh, I think he was probably calling out most of the media. Um, So, yeah, to play with that chip on your shoulder. Certainly even heading into the game Sunday, right, Mm -hmm. there was a lot of people that had uh, Eagles as their pick in the media. And so – I think uh they relish that fact but yeah the the preseason ones really got to people. I don't think he was tracking though a lot of the betting apps cuz I think the betting apps probably certainly from the Chiefs perspective probably had quite a few uh
0: quite a few wagers uh, placed on the uh, on the red and white if I'm not mistaken, the first bet placed in the state of Kansas was by the governor, and she took the Chiefs to win the Super Bowl as well. So there, there are a lot of people that are making some money off of this one today, and a lot of people in Philadelphia who are wondering what happened. And I don't know where this game is is going to rank in the lexicon of greatness and performances that we've seen by individual players, but that second half yesterday by Patrick Mahomes or hours ago by Patrick Mahomes out in the desert was something to behold, and I know it's a lot of people are talking about the – the penalty that was taken place by James Bradbury who admitted to it being a penalty move on Philadelphia wake up go about your day and you know destroy a bus stop or whatever you're going to do on a fine Monday morning in the city of brotherly love today uh, but the the performance of Patrick Mahomes in the second half I think has told us why Patrick Mahomes is the greatest quarterback that is playing in the NFL today and quickly challenging to become one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time that second half performance on a badass ankle that was re-injured right before the start of the second half was truly remarkable. It was an unbelievable performance by Patrick Mahomes. He went down and led his team to a score on every single drive in the second half. Three touchdowns and a field goal later, and the Kansas City Chiefs are hoisting Lombardi, and before you knew it, the Philadelphia Eagles took a double-digit lead And blew it and lost it because of Patrick Mahomes and the MVP performance. Is it Willis Reed? Is it Jordan Flew game? I saw a lot of comparisons to a lot of those last night. But what I know is what we witnessed in the final 30 minutes of that game yesterday was some of the most unbelievable feats of athleticism that I think I've ever seen, Josh. And you were right there along the sidelines for it to watch all this happen. To me, it was just a remarkable performance by Patrick Mahomes in the second half. And that's why we have a parade on Wednesday.
2: Well, I mean, it's one of those uh, again. Mahomes with his feet, as much as Mahomes with his arm. Granted, he was what one incompletion in the second half, mm-hmm. a thirteen of fourteen in the in the second half. But it was his ability to move with his feet, and that uh, that big twenty-six yard run that he had. I had to laugh as he's running it. He's he's looking behind him and checking to see if anybody's catching him. And I remember earlier this week or earlier last week he had said. I only need to be as fast as the guy that's, that's chasing me. Right. And I thought that was the perfect example of it, but his ability to use his feet wisely again, pays off. He had some big runs in this game. Uh, throws are great, but man, I, I tend to remember his runs yeah, I do too. as much yeah. as, as his, his throwing, we we kind of harken back to that Tennessee run. And I thought the one last night was just as big. The, the, the 26 yarder he had another double digit run a little bit earlier. That was just so impressive. The way to get out of trouble, Uh, By by making those runs and yeah Philly fans one your guy admitted he held and and two uh, they scored on four straight drives in the second half to the Chiefs. Right. So get a stop.
0: Yeah, you got to go out there and you got to play defense. And Philadelphia seemingly didn't do that. And I was listening into our sister station, WIP, this morning, Josh. I'm not going to lie. I was kind of reveling in it a little bit, to be honest with you. And hearing a lot of the the conversation today was firing the defensive coordinator. What the hell was he doing in the second half? Why were wide receivers so open? And and I told you as, as we were approaching this week, you know, and I kept saying it over and over again, and you're mocking me for it. I just I, I don't see and I don't envision how Kansas City loses this game because they've got Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid and I think in the second half of that game yesterday we truly saw the importance of having a guy like Andy Reid who has been there done that a guy like Steve Spagnolo, who has been there done that a guy like Eric Bieniemy who has been there done that going up against a coaching staff that had not been there and that had not done that and they were great in the regular season and they basically led from wire to wire but when they had a chance and an opportunity to ice that game away, they weren't able to do it because of the way that Andy Reid outcoached, in my opinion, what we saw from Philadelphia in the second half. I mean, you have Kadarius Toney wide open. You have Sky Moore wide open. You have everything right there for you wide open. Juju Smith-Schuster at MVS seemingly became wide open in the second half of that game. And we saw firsthand what I've kind of been preaching all this time. Quarterback plus head coach, give it to me any day of the week and I'm going to take my chance with Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes, and I think we saw the veteran savvy of Andy Reid and his coaching staff, Josh, last night step up and go out there and just obliterate Nick Sirianni and his coaching staff in the second half of that game.
2: Nineteen runs in the second half. Wake me up from this fantastic dream. I, I know,
0: right? They start. They made a commitment to the running game, and all of a sudden, <laughs> the <laughs> offense took off, right? Because they yeah, had seven absolutely. carries from a, from a running perspective in the first half uh, for that. Two of those seven carries were Patrick Mahomes. They handed the ball off just five times. Now, they didn't have a lot of possession time in the first half of that game because no. what with the defensive scoop and score, I mean, the scoop and score is great, but you also look at it and you go, our offense isn't going to get out there now. That's a little bit of a detriment out there because your defense has to go back out. And they weren't playing great in the first half of that game. But everybody made those adjustments as the game was going along. And you finally saw what happened in the second half of that game. You give, you, you know, you give Andy Reid and his coaching staff a Rihanna concert. That's basically a bye week, and they and they went in there and they just absolutely shredded everything that Philadelphia was doing in the first half of that game, and found a way to just absolutely drive the nail home and kick them right in the balls and leave them for you know what after the game. And and that to me is is one of the more impressive coaching performances that I've seen. I mean, Andy Reid has got to get a lot of credit for the way. He went out there and coached this football game. I know we're going to love up Mahomes and Kelsey and the defense for making plays when they needed to, but my God, if Andy Reid's not on that sideline and you've got a neophyte head coach, you're not winning that football game. That game was basically won because Andy Reid knew what he was doing.
2: Well, we've often joked about the inability to make uh, second half adjustments because there just isn't time at halftime. Right. Uh, that's different in the Super Bowl. They yep. have they had thirty, they had a thirty minute halftime, right? <laughs> so, I don't find it to be coincidental that they went in and, and they came out with one, uh, great game plan. But two, I I thought more speed and more physicality and matched what the Eagles were doing in the first half and and really kind of took it to heart and came out after halftime and, and turned it on. That was just a great football game. It really was. Yes, yeah, we're happy yeah. that the Chiefs won that game. That was a great entertaining Super Bowl matchup. Mm -hmm. That was one hell of a ball game. I'm glad we were on the right end of the victory.
0: Yeah, no kidding, because if you're on the wrong end of that one, you're you're doing a lot of what-ifs today, and that's what Philadelphia is doing. They're wondering if Nick Sirianni will ever get him back to the Super Bowl. Will they ever be able to be in that position? And that's why, as I was telling Dusty and Rob yesterday on the pregame show, Josh, it's like you know, you, you've been here and you've done that before, but you should never get tired of being here and doing that. And each Super Bowl and each year should be taken as a different entity, all of its own, and each one should be celebrated as much as the other ones. Just because this is now the second one that we've experienced over the last four years doesn't mean there's any less uh, opportunity to go out there and celebrate and enjoy this one and remember this one and talk about this one and love this one up as much as the first one because there's a lot of people that weren't around in 2020 that were just born that are three and four years old that had not seen the Chiefs win that first Super Bowl. This is their first Super Bowl. This should be our first Super Bowl as well. And remember this. Remember this day. Remember this feeling and don't ever let it go and don't ever take it for granted because chances are if you look right now and you're predicting what's going to happen next year there's a good opportunity Philadelphia loses both of their coordinators they have 20 guys on that roster that are free agents if you're asking me now who's going to be in Las Vegas next year is it going to be Philadelphia or Kansas City I'm all in on the Kansas City Chiefs making it back in fact I don't think that the Philadelphia Eagles ever have a season like this again with With Jalen Hurts and Nick Sirianni, they caught lightning in a bottle. They needed to do what they needed to do. They put on a great show all year long, but they couldn't close the door. And that's why, as we've talked about on this show for generations now, Josh, finish. You got to go out there and finish. Because if you don't finish, everything you work for is for naught. And I'll tell you right now, I'm not betting on Philadelphia to be back in the Super Bowl next year. But I sure as hell am betting on the Chiefs to be back there next year.
2: Well, just stop any debate of who the best team in the NFL is. Uh, I I, I kept seeing that the Eagles were uh, more talented and better Um, bunk. Uh, the, The Chiefs are the best team in the NFL, and they went out and proved it. Once again, with depth, once again, with guts. Um, Once again, with the top coach quarterback combination, that's the best team in football.
0: Yep, it is. Hands down. It is. And and that's why I kept saying all year long, this team, this Chiefs team from one to 53 has an opportunity to be the best Chiefs team ever assembled. They claimed that crown last night. We just watched the greatest team in franchise history. We're going to open the phone lines today. We're going to hear from you as well at 913-586-7610. That's 913-586-7610. The phone lines are open all morning long. I want to hear from you guys and gals today about what you're feeling about this second Super Bowl victory. Josh is out in the desert in Arizona and we'll talk about why not only was this important for Patrick Mahomes, but maybe doubly, triply, quadruply Pentagonally, hexagonally, more important for Andy Reid, next.
1: Aim tied, 35 apiece. Pacheco's the running back. Tony comes in motion. Here comes pressure to the outside. As Mahomes steps up, he's going to scramble. He's at the 40, bad ankle, 30, bad ankle, 20. Tackle from behind down to the eagle, 18-yard line, a 25-yard scramble. What bad ankle. He is limping back to the huddle. Don't underestimate how tough Patrick Mahomes is.
0: Throwing touchdowns, holding parades. And Travis is catching the ball. Check. Dropping dimes to Tyreek and more. And our sacks are coming from Chris Jones. Ties making plays. We need more parades. We're living here in Bretfeet town. Living here in Bretfeet Hope everybody took the advice over the uh, last couple of days and bet that Sky Moore anytime touchdown. We're getting a thank you note coming in on the Jay Southland Toe Service touchdown, Josh. I mean, my God, you and I, you, you thought we had the script for the KU season figured out. We pretty much have figured this Kansas City Chiefs script too. Oh, Sky Moore hasn't scored yet this year. Chalk him up for one in the Super Bowl. You and sure enough, it. You, you just knew it was going to happen. So I don't know how how you did yesterday or if you had some fun or played some games or how everybody did from the gambling standpoint Standpoint, but I took the Chiefs on the money line Travis Kelsey, anytime touchdown, Sky Moore, anytime touchdown. I had that sucker cashed in. They offered me to cash out early. And my sister says to me, she goes, are you going to take the early out? I'm like, no, they're winning the game. I'm not taking the early out on this one because the chiefs are going to win the game. And sure enough, they did. But yeah, like Josh, I I hate to say it, but like, and I hate to use that term script because everybody is talking about it now, but we called it earlier in the week. I mean, we just looked at the stats and went, oh, Sky Moore hasn't scored yet. Sure. Chalk him up. He'll score a touchdown in the Super Bowl." and he couldn't have been in more wide open scheme by Andy Reid to have him just standing there waiting for the ball to kind of walk into the end zone you know
2: no he just kind of felt like they were going to force one you know yep. just to just to try to get him in in the mix Kadarius Tony too I mean they really forced him <laughs> into the mix considering sure. I don't know how much heads up they really had on him being ready right he's been a guy that's been in and out and you can't really gauge whether or not he's going to be healthy but they had enough plays for him they Obviously, got him schemed into to getting a, a touchdown, and then Sky Moore. I just love to see it. I just, I just saw those stats last week when we were kind of going over just weird numbers, and I'm yep. like, oh, wow, I didn't realize he didn't have an NFL touchdown yet. This is going to happen, isn't it? Sure enough, they found him a way to get the touchdown. I might have left my feet when that happened, too. I think I was I – was, he was running towards me when he went into the end zone, and I may have jumped out. I know I was screaming in
0: somebody's ear,
2: that's Sky Moore. <laughs>
0: um, just, you just saw that one coming. I don't know. Yeah, no, truly remarkable. Truly, truly remarkable. And again, I mean, a, a tribute to Brett Veach. We don't we don't sing it lightly around here, Brett Town. I mean, there's a lot of work and reasoning that goes into calling it Brett Town. Look at his players that performed yesterday. Sky Moore, again, a, a rookie this year out there making plays. Nick Bolton, you know, adding to his 180 tackle that he had this season with it with could have been two scoops and scores uh and then he of course would have been the defensive mvp and then going out and get Kadarius tony and that that return that Kadarius tony had was huge as well to set you up you know what inside the uh the five-yard line and so Kadarius tony had himself a nice little afternoon and i don't think anybody expected any of him you know going into the super bowl it was more about what you're going to do in 2023 that trade's already been worth it for the kansas city chiefs so congratulations to brett veach if you want to get your hands on some of those Brett veachtown t-shirts order them now just text the J Southland tow service text line at 913-586-7610 and b double kick you a link to the t-shirts we got four we'll probably have a new one coming out later on today uh, once i confirm it from the good folks and then then we'll get that up and ready for you as well i i think that win also last night Josh for me did it for Andy. He needed to get that second one. A lot of the post-game conversation that was taking place on NFL Network that I was able to see yesterday after the game talked about getting this one for Andy and getting that second one for Andy and now in my opinion, he goes down in immortality officially on the Rushmore of NFL coaches. It's Belichick, it's Reed, it's Walsh and it's Shula. Those are the four best coaches in my opinion in the history of the National Football League and Andy Reid is now on that Rushmore when it comes to coaches. What he's done here in Kansas City, is enough to get him on the Rushmore what he did here in Kansas City plus what he did in Philadelphia is clearly enough to get him on the Rushmore and with 75 wins over the last five years that's second all-time only to the New England Patriots from like 03 to 07 or something like that what he's doing right now is setting records and becoming more remarkable by the day Andy Reid is officially on the four greatest coaches monument in in NFL history in my opinion
2: will second most playoff wins ever, and now two
0: titles. Yeah, and he's not far behind Bill Belichick anymore when it comes to all-time playoff wins, Josh. I mean, we we thought about two years ago, there's no way that anybody is going to touch Bill Belichick with playoff wins, but you start to look about what Andy Reid has done and where he is right now when it comes to those playoff wins. You're right, second all-time, and Bill Belichick clearly leads that bunch, but he only leads it by nine. He led it by 12 going into this season. Now, all of a sudden, it's down to nine, potentially six after next year. I don't foresee the Patriots making the playoffs anymore under Bill Belichick. And I see this machine continuing to go. He could, if he stays in it long enough, eventually catch and pass Bill Belichick for the most postseason wins of all time. He's only nine away. That's still quite a bit of a hike. It but is still. Start getting uh, some card games is what you're saying.
2: <laughs> well... I mean, all you have to do is just keep the pace up that you've had over the last five years that he's going to blow by him. But, yeah. yeah, you know, can you keep up that pace that they've had over the last five years? It's hard to fathom at this point in time. But, I mean, just getting that, that second title to go along with everything else he's had. I don't, you know, the first one wasn't a fluke by any means. Uh, but, I don't know, for some reason it felt like he needed another one to yep. put the exact stamp on it. It doesn't hurt Either that he's done it against the Philadelphia Eagles.
0: No, not at all, man. It was a great win. Nine one three five eight six seven six ten is the telephone number. Mario, you're up first here on Six Ten Sports Radio. Let's get this thing started, Mario.
3: Hey, good morning, boys. I'm headed east on Interstate Forty right now, back home to Kansas City. By the time I get back, I'll have driven two thousand four hundred miles in three days, and boy, it was worth it. I gambled the semester's tuition worth of money on us to beat the Bengals. That paid for my Super Bowl ticket. It's because of big red and number 15. I'm old enough to remember the days where we had Todd Haley and Matt Castle and boy it feels so good to be a winner and man, I'm so grateful to be a part of this era of Chiefs football. Yeah, Love that, you, guys. you know cheese. what, Mario?
0: W- w- well said, my man, and I, I think that's the way everybody's got to look at it, what he just said right there. He's old enough, Josh, to remember Matt Castle and Todd Haley, which was not that long ago, right? That's 10 years <laughs> ago, but that that's a generation, my friend. Talk to your kids. Talk. Your kids were six then. My kids were three and four then. Savannah was five then. They don't remember those eras of Chiefs football. Our kids have no idea that this was a hot, steaming dumpster pile before Andy Reid got Got here and turned this thing around on a dime and went from having an organization that was mocked and made fun of to an organization now where everybody else in the National Football League is looking at it. And there's no denying, Josh, Kansas City is the premier organization right now in the NFL. I just got goosebumps saying that, and I'm the one doing the talking and I'm giving myself the goosebumps because Kansas City, the Chiefs, are the premier organization now in the NFL, and a decade ago, nobody wanted to come to Kansas City. What is it, 11 wins Mahomes
2: has in the postseason, and the Chiefs have a total of 20? Yeah,
0: he's got more than half of what the Kansas City Chiefs have in, <laughs> Ever? in, in this postseason of all time. Yeah, it, it's absolutely insane. And here's another one that I know you're going to love because of the running game. The Chiefs are now 10-0 and when Patrick Mahomes throws for less than 205 yards. Yeah, that's weird. That's Isn't that weird.
1: weird?
2: Yes, that's really weird. Yeah, I, I don't. You know, he can he can throw for some. It's fine.
0: And um, it goes wow. to show you when you commit to the run a little bit, things tend to open up. And as 182 yeah. yards last night, I and missed I thought, the over on that one. I thought for sure you get 225,
2: right? I thought, <laughs> um, but but I, I, I was glad they stuck with it. I mean, yeah. they were they were pounding in the run game, and those offensive linemen thrived on being so physical in the run game and then it was working and they stuck with it. And that was awesome to see.
0: Well, how good was the run game because of the offensive line? I mean, we've got to give them credit. We're 27 and a half minutes into the morning already. And I haven't said tip of the cap to the offensive line. They were freaking brilliant. I mean, they they were unfreaking believable out there yesterday. And, you know, you go back to what coaches are supposed to do. And, again, why Andy Reid, to me, was the reason why I was picking the Chiefs all along in this game Andy Reid, his job, put the players in the position to be most successful. We said all along how good this offensive line was in blocking for the run, how much they loved running the ball, how much they loved being road graders. What did Andy Reid do in the second half? Allowed them to flourish and allowed them to do what they do best, and that's maul dudes right in front of them and put them on their ass. And that offensive line, man, I don't know how good it looked on the field, but from my perspective on television last night, it looked freaking awesome. 78
2: sacks coming into the game.
0: How many did the they season? finish
2: with? 78, 78 sacks. sacks. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. They were great yesterday, weren't they? They were terrific. We'll hear from Andrew Wiley coming up in our, in our next segment, one of the many talented offensive linemen. How about him? Yeah. He was, what, fourth in the NFL in, in sacks allowed this year and kind of looked like maybe the uh, the weak link and not a thing allowed by Wiley or anybody else in the game yesterday.
0: It was truly remarkable. Josh is in Arizona. We're here in Kansas City. Chiefs are Super Bowl champions. We'll get to your phone calls. 913-586-7610. 913-586-7610. Grab a phone line. Got a couple of you waiting on there. We'll get to the when was it over because I think I sent about six texts of when it was over, (laughs) but I'll tell you the real time that I knew this thing
4: was in the bag. We'll tell you next fesco in the morning brought to you by Raynor garage doors of kansas city liftmaster is patented myq technology it's no wonder liftmaster is the number one professionally installed garage door opener find us at raynorkc.com. hear from chiefs radio network color analyst danan hughes tuesday at 8 30 on your official broadcast partner of the chiefs 610 sports radio
0: That guy looked like he was in ZZ Top with that rendering of the national anthem last night, right? What was it? Chris Stapleton, Chris Stapleton. Yes. And the only
5: reason I know is because it's pulled up right now and I'm watching
0: him cry. Nick Sirianni, yes. you're watching cry. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's when the game over text went out for the second time this weekend. But that was when the game over text went out during the game. You cry during the national anthem. The moment's too big for you. And the moment proved to be too big for Nick Sirianni and his coaching staff last night. They got overwhelmed. They got gobbled up in everything surrounding the Super Bowl. And when I saw those tears running down his face on the sideline, I knew he was overmatched in that game. And it took a while and it took until the second half, but the Kansas city chiefs went out there and showed why they were the best team in the NFL all season long from start to finish. And it wasn't the Philadelphia Eagles. It was the Kansas City Chiefs. And so once I saw Nick Sirianni crying on the sidelines during the anthem for me, that was over, and that was the last game over text that I sent of the weekend. The first one came on Friday, and I was uh, sitting outside enjoying the beautiful weather that we had in these parts over the last couple of days. Very nice weather. Chamber of Commerce type day, right? And so I'm looking at my forecast for the the weather on Wednesday because as much as Josh doesn't like to do that, this, some of us plan ahead and have things to get done and so i was we talking about ahead. now there's a parade on wednesday yeah, Everybody should go. I went, <laughs> right 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 and and we're going to give you the opportunity at some point in the show today to win a a one-night stay on tuesday night at the weston in crown center and you'll be able to you know stay at the hotel the night before the parade and wake up and the parade will be there so you won't have to worry about getting down there and doing all that what? so at Say some, that again? some point today We are going to be giving away a night stay on Tuesday night at the Westin, and you will have the opportunity to spend the night Tuesday night before the parade on Wednesday at noon. And so you don't have to, you know, muck around with all the traffic and all that kind of stuff. You're going to be there on Tuesday night, and you're going to have an opportunity to get high accommodations above the uh, the area where the parade will take place. Also, what we're going to do today is we're going to give away three parking passes today, three parking passes tomorrow to use at the Crown Center Persian Garage. The entrances are on Grand and McGee. And so we'll give away three of those in the morning as well. And we're also going to include in that some leggings for Valentine's Day for my friends over at Aries Lane. Uh, a friend of mine's company uh, has got some leggings that they've got out. We're going to kick those in as well to make it a nice little package for you guys. So we got all of that going on today here on 610 Sports Radio. Plus, if you want your Brett Town t-shirt, just text the Jays Southland Toe Service text line at 913-586-7610 and you can get the link to get your Brett Town t-shirts for $20. So if, when it was really over, I'm sitting outside on Friday, I'm enjoying the weather, and I Look at the forecast for Wednesday. It says sunny with a high of 58. And I saw that and I said this one is over. Sunny and 58 on Wednesday. Could we have predicted a better forecast now? It has changed since then. It's only going to be about 50 instead of 58. But when I was looking at it on Friday and it said sunny and 58, I thought to myself, this is an omen. This one is
2: over. And sure 50's enough, great. Will,
0: Willie gave it a nice
2: pressure. He did. 50's fine. 50's, 50's fine. Everybody, everybody got a piece. But huh?
0: I think even you, Mr. You know, Mr. Uh, I don't want to plan anything till it happens, dude. Uh, We're like, yeah, I'm in on this one, too. 58 degrees and sunny on Wednesday. Let's go. Let's do this.
2: Yeah. Now we can say there's a parade on Wednesday. That's all. <laughs> all we had to do is wait till today. We had to wait till today to say parade's Wednesday, okay, right. everybody? Mm-hmm. We know all but just about every school will probably be closing on Wednesday right. as well. Right. Um it's going to be it's going to be great. So get your get your butt down downtown. I know uh saw some of the videos that looked like some people were doing their own version of the parade through downtown last night, which yep. was pretty pretty
0: great. Yeah, no, I mean, you, you, you got to celebrate. I think people are going to be celebrating all week. You, you mentioned school. I mean, we already had Thursday and Friday off this week and Monday for President's Day. Now you factor in Wednesday. The kids got themselves a mini spring break a, a month before spring break even starts. And so the kids are like, we won, and we get off school. Yay, it's a great day for everybody uh, around the uh, the Kansas City area. So you can weigh in this morning at 913-586-7610. Ty, you're up here on 610 Sports Radio. Congratulations on waking up a champion.
3: D guys, Well, we did it, guys. We're Super Bowl champions, and everybody told us it was supposed to be a rebuilding year. Well, if this was a rebuilding year, and we win the Super Bowl in a rebuilding year, well, I guess I'd have a rebuilding year every year. Everyone doubted us to win. They said we couldn't win without Tyree Kill. I was watching that Fox broadcast before the game started. Everybody picked the Eagles. I knew that that moment, the game was over when everyone picked the Eagles because that's kind of like a bad juju when everybody picks one team. I was also listening to Fox Sports Radio during the, the weekend, And this one guy, I don't remember his name, was saying, if the Chiefs lose this game, Andy Reid is overrated. That's the worst take I've ever heard when that guy said that. But at least we won, so we don't have to worry about him being overrated. No,
0: not at all. And, and, Ty, we appreciate the phone call. I mean, that was was kind of going to be the narrative, Josh, as you and I kind of talked about, if they did not win this game, what the narrative would be. And it would all have been on Andy Reid. 1,000 percent. Nobody would have criticized Mahomes. They would have said he had a bad ankle. He was able to play through it. Congratulations to him for doing Everybody would have been talking about Andy Reed falling to one and three in the Super Bowl. And that's why I think it was such a massive win for Andy Reid, Josh, more so than maybe anybody else. He needed to get that one to kind of cement himself, cement himself into that immortality. Because you know it would have been all about Andy Reid. Can he win the big one? Is he hurting Patrick Mahomes and all of this nonsense that would have been thrown out there today? is not thrown out there today. In fact, it's a 180 of what it is, and now everybody is truly recognizing the greatness of Andy Reid, the greatness of Patrick Mahomes, the greatness of Brett Veach, and the greatness of this organization as well.
2: Yeah, there's no doubt that however it went down, however anybody played, it would have fallen at the lap of the uh, the head coach. Right. He's going to get a lot of praise too in this one, right? I and mean, We already have, but yep. he would have gotten the full brunt of it, I'm guessing. Or we would have used Mahomes' injuries as an excuse. One of the two. But um I think he, I think you're right. I think he would have got the full brunt of the of the blame and then we would have been discussing, you know, wasting the window that is um Patrick Mahomes and in this particular squad. But um no, they 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 proved it. I just love too the making up for two years ago. I mean they were talking about that I know at the tail end of last week and and even during the pregame yesterday and there's only um, like
0: seven guys on that team or whatever it was yeah, or two the, years ago right the
2: chat the chat Mitch had with with Eric Bienieme and he's like yeah we've been pretty sour we've had to wait what 800 and some I mean 800 and some days or something like that Wow. I was like boy they have not let this one go at all have they and so to make up for their uh, most recent trip to the Super Bowl which was a uh, a disappointment and and to flip it uh, around like this uh, hey uh, athletes Athletes uh, have long memories, right? And they can hold grudges a long time. And uh, I know the guys that were part of that Tampa Bay Super Bowl really wanted to, to get this one back here yesterday. Well, it's
0: crazy. They, for, for 800 and some days, they probably didn't you know, think about it every single day, and maybe every once in a while it would come up, but you get back into that Super Bowl week, they all start to remember the feeling of losing that Super Bowl game and what that was like. Travis Kelsey even mentioned it last night when I saw him on NFL Network. He was talking about, like, my brother never had that opportunity to have that feeling of what a losing Super Bowl feels like, so he was able to talk to his brother and say, hey, it's not going to be that bad. You're going to be just fine. We'll sell some more of these hoodies and be good, and, and I think having that taste in your mouth is a motivator especially when you get back because you don't want to get this far and walk away and not finish the job and the Chiefs were able to get it done and a big reason why was the offensive line and you had a chance Josh to catch up with uh, Andrew Wiley out there on the uh, on the field inside the locker room yesterday
2: yeah in the locker room yesterday and how about that ball game for the uh, offensive line what a terrific terrific game
5: that was I mean that was one of the more fun games I've ever played man and This team was truly focused, had a great energy about them, especially in the second half. And, uh, you know, us five up front really handled business tonight. Well, what was the spark? Can you pinpoint what kind of kind of turned the energy up? It
2: was definitively more energy in the second half.
5: Absolutely. Uh, you know, we knew we got the ball first. So, you know, we had Pat and Trav up here, um, you know, just being leaders, telling us what we needed to do, what we needed to get done, the mentality we needed to have. And uh, we came out that second half and just handled business, man. And uh, we have some tremendous leaders on this team, uh, especially the players like Pat and Travis, but even the coaches, uh, you know, Coach Reed and our offensive line coach, Coach Heck, uh, just absolutely dialing it up. So shout-out to the, shout out to those guys.
2: Running the football tonight, very, very effective. I know man. that's an offensive lineman's dream to a certain extent, right? <laughs>
5: I mean, yeah, no, that, that's a dream right there, man, is just running the ball all the way to the end zone and uh, coming away with a Super Bowl ring, man. So, I mean... We had a great game plan, a uh, lot of runs, a lot of runs in the game plan, and uh, I was excited that we got to break out a few of those in the second half. I was going to say, I think my favorite play might have been the most basic of run plays, right? It was, like, it was almost like a
2: student body left, yeah, and you guys seal off the corner for Isaiah Pacheco to get a big nine-yard
5: run. Oh, yeah. That's just like you draw it up, right? right exactly, man. And, you know, shout-out to 10, too, man. Pacheco, just, just an animal with the ball in his hands, man, where he refuses to go down. I mean, truly... Uh, you know for such a young guy. He he means so much to this team in this offense. So uh, I love 10 man. <laughs>
2: Travis Kelsey coming over to talk to is that
5: Andrew Ron Wiley Swanson
2: uh, Travis comes by to give you a high five. and says two-time champ. How's that feel
5: man? That's incredible man um, One of my very close friends on this team man. Just a true competitor Every bone in his body man is all about winning so um, means a lot to me he's that he's like a half lineman anyway right half lineman half receiver I don't know what he is yeah you could really classify him as anything you want he's just an athlete out there on the field you mentioned kind of staying with it deficits I mean we've seen this I don't know,
2: down 10 just feels like it's you know it's part of part of the game but um the the resiliency it takes to continually make those comebacks and to not feel like it's a massive deficit for you
5: yeah man we just got faith in our guys man and we truly know that anything is possible with 15 back there slinging it running it when he has to making plays extending plays um and so we take we were it's a source of pride for us man we, we truly know that anything is possible with him uh and this team that uh you know coach Reed and Veach have put together um uh, and, and we got it done tonight you mentioned two-time champ five AFC championships three
2: appearances in the Super Bowl two titles you tell me where this franchise is at. I mean, we're living in a in a golden era here. But from your perspective, can you encapsulate this
5: run? Uh, you know, the word dynasty has been thrown out a few times tonight, um, and I don't take that very I don't take that lightly. Um, but we're truly building something special here. Um, you know, Kansas City is the place to be. We win a lot of games. We make great playoff runs every year. We take home trophies. We put up banners, man. And there's no place that I'd rather be.
0: So there it is, Andrew Wiley talking with Josh Klingler in the locker room, interrupted by Ron Swanson. I thought there for a second with that <laughs> laugh that they had and shared together. But the fact that nobody wants to use the term dynasty, I'll use the term dynasty. I, I said going into this game, if they win it, it is a dynasty. And we have now seen the early stages of this dynasty. And if it ended today, it's still a dynasty. You won two Super Bowls in four years, went to f- three, and went to five straight AFC Championship games. Right now we are living in not only Brett town, but a dynasty as well. Nine one three five eight six seven six ten is the telephone number. Nine one three We'll take some of your Phone calls throughout the morning long here on 610 Sports Radio. And coming up, everybody wants to blame a penalty, but the Chiefs did this and that's why they won. Had nothing to do with Carl Cheffers. Next.
4: Fesco in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> Brought to you by Rainer Garage Doors of Kansas City. LiftMaster's patented MyQ technology. It's no wonder LiftMaster is the number one professionally installed garage door opener. Find us at RainerKC.com. 610 Sports Radio.
1: Mahomes in the pocket. Floats a pass near side. Kelsey over the shoulder. He's got the catch. He's got the touchdown. Kansas City. A beautifully thrown ball. As Mahomes to Kelsey, 18 yards officially, and the 14th time that Patrick Mahomes has found Travis Kelsey for a postseason touchdown second in National Football League history.
0: Throwing touchdowns, holding corrents. Wednesday. And Travis is catching the ball, dropping dimes to Tyreek and more. And our sacks are coming from Chris Jones Ties making plays We need more parades Wednesdays And we're living here in Brett Feech Town you want your Brett Beach Town t-shirts? Just send us a text to the Jays Southland Toe Service text line at 913-586-7610. B double-kick you that link. You get them for 20 bucks. wear them to the parade on Wednesday here in Kansas City. 12 o'clock noon is when the parade starts. We'll have parking passes and a one-night stay at the Weston to give away coming up here uh, throughout the morning on 610 Sports Radio. Somebody can win that one-night stay to be used tomorrow only to stay the night before the parade live. A lot of conversation is happening uh, uh, nationally and in Philadelphia, I'm sure, about the uh, situation involving James Bradbury, whether or not that was a holding play or not. I think it's it, it's it's really hard, in my opinion, to argue whether or not that was a holding call or it should have been a holding call or it wasn't a holding call when you have the guy that was flagged, admit it. I mean, I pulled a jersey. Yeah, it's know? pretty hard I to, call to, pretty
2: hard to I was go it any it would, other it direction. It right, the controversy you know? would have but. stayed
1: was a holding I I was hoping he would let it go but of course you know he's a ref this is a big game um and it was it was a holding so they
0: called it. And so there's James Bradbury flat out admitting that it was a holding penalty yeah. and we love to go out and and you know boil it down to one penalty all the time and blame the officials. Sometimes one penalty does have a big impact on that game. Did that one have a big impact? You bet. However, comma, the man just said right there, yeah, I pulled on his jersey so there's really nothing to debate uh, on that one. It was a holding penalty. It was called. Carl Char- Cheffers, even after the game, said we well, didn't debate it. There's nothing to debate. It was a clear holding penalty and it was. I, I love when people get mad about Josh when refs call the penalties as opposed to if that play is called in the second quarters no nobody's talking about that but they feel like they didn't allow the players to finish that game the flip side is the Chiefs scored on every possession that they had in the second half of that game there was a 10 play drive there was a nine play drive I'm not mistaken there was a 13 play drive uh, as well they all resulted in scores uh, in the second half you had a, you had a uh, I'm sorry you had a 10 play drive a nine play drive and a 12 play drive and oh, you also had a big, like, 65-yard kick, a punt return given up as well. Did the Bradbury play hurt them? Yeah, sure it did. But still, at that point in time, you're still going to be up 38-35. The only difference is you give maybe Jalen Hurts a minute and 45 seconds or whatever it is to try to go down the field and equal that score. And I think that's what Eagle fans ultimately wanted. But there are guys out here admitting, hey, I held, it's on me. That's my bad. And I was hoping the refs wouldn't see it, but I committed the penalty. So, for me, it's it's a moot point. And the bigger question, if you're in Philadelphia today, is how did our defense just get owned in the second half by the Kansas City Chiefs and Andy Reid?
2: Yeah, I, there's there's no debate. Get a stop. Four four touchdown drives in the second half. Yeah. I, I think we've, we've firmly been in the don't blame the refs camp and was going to really try – Hopefully not to blame the refs <laughs> if it went badly. Sure. In this game, but but no, that's a, that's a play that's a hold. That's a admission by the by the defender that he that he held. So that's gone. But also, yeah, your defense didn't create a stop in the uh, second half. While the Chiefs got you know a couple, of them. nearly got that second. Boy, if they could have got that second scoop and score, oh my, my goodness. goodness, wow! They might have been they might have been steamrolling by that point in time, but. Um, yeah, there's there's plenty of things you can you can point at before you point to the official, but we know how those things go. Well, yeah, and, and
0: you mentioned that scoop and score. I was talking to our friend Ben Maller this morning, Josh, and he's like, man, the, you know, the, the official that call, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, hey, we had 10 points taken off the board. We had a doink on a field goal, which I'm sure everybody lost their collective minds about because everybody I was with lost their collective minds about it, and rightfully so. It's been a rough year for the kicking game. And then the second scoop and score, which I don't know. I, I Is that a catch? I don't know. That's a tough one, man. Like it, it, they ruled it a catch on the field that should have stayed a catch. In my opinion, it should have been another scoop and score. That's 10 points. That should have been a blowout by the chiefs. That, that play for James Bradbury shouldn't have even mattered. The Chiefs should have had 10 more points on that scoreboard and should have been, you know, having knees taken by Chad Henney at that point in time. <laughs> so that's just kind of the way that I'm looking at it, Josh.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I, I can't, I can't disagree. Uh I know if I'm in Philadelphia, I'm probably saying, wait a minute, you don't call that there, but. That's 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 the penalty and that's the point of the game yeah. and sometimes that that's the way they go down. But you had plenty of other opportunities to to win this game mm-hmm. and and the Chiefs were the ones that were able to not only win the game but um you know do it in in great style. How about Jerick McKinnon doing what Damian Williams told us he didn't do? Yeah, in yeah. that In that Miami Super Bowl, that's all I could think of. He's turning the corner and he's got an easy road to the end zone and and decides to uh, to slide down and and kill the play. What a what a heady move to uh, essentially run the entire rest of the clock out for a field goal and the win.
0: Yep, no doubt about it. Jarek McKinnon, a veteran veteran presence, the savviness of of being there and that's again why I said the game over text at half or not at halftime but at the anthem when Nick Sirianni was crying. The moment got too big for him. 913-586-7610. Batman, you're on 610 Sports Radio. Good morning, sir. Bulldog, you know what? An
3: honor. What a pleasure. And clean. I mean, you know, this is the the, the hookup from from the Nirvana. This is like the coolest time. What what can you say about this team? What at, like the Batman was saying, uh, in many other uh, trips, the journey to with the werewolf, with the wolf's pain and everything. Dinks drinking the gravy. We got everybody on board about that. mean, you guys are the best. Spec, this is why we do this because you guys are the state of the art. You're the killer station in the whole nation you're the number one show in Gotham City it's on the Batman was busy several times this evening but he interrupted him all the fighting the crime to go ahead and deal with watching the Chiefs and watching Andy get what he deserves And, and you know what he just flipped everybody in Philly off and that's just exactly what what the ending of it was Sir Patrick was majestic Travis is the goat and will always be the goat, and Andy's Frankenstein creation, the machine that we created out of Tyreek Leaven, and you know I I don't like that, but it happened, and I'm just telling you that this team is a dynasty, and I I guarantee you we're going to be there for everybody to think about. Thank God for Uncle Chris John. Thank for for Lightning Bolton. Thank God for the 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 Chiefs. Everybody, we're the damn. We're the Red Machine World Champion, Kansas City Chiefs. I love you, Bulldogs. Thank you for being you. And you too, Clint. You rock.
0: There it is, Batman calling in from Lawrence this morning, fired up on some coffee that he may have picked up a couple of hours ago. <laughs> What's in that coffee? A couple
2: hours ago. Not so sure he went to bed. No, that's I mean, fine. That, was that is fine. Still in the night. I was like, okay, yeah, he's he's been up all night
0: too. Well, cool. the sun is just kind of coming up here now. We're starting to see the twinkles of daylight. The guy that I talked to at Casey's this morning, he said, yeah, I, I slept during the Super Bowl. I had to get up, and, you know, when I got up, the fireworks were going off, so I knew we won. I don't care what time I had to go to work. If I'm in Kansas City yesterday, bro, I'm skipping sleep. You can catch up on that at a later date. Get your ass in front of the tube and watch the game. I mean, it'll be on
2: again since they <laughs> won a bunch, <laughs> but still. Yeah, but still. But still. You want to yeah. be part of that sucker, man. I look you want watch to watch that this one live. Again, I look forward to watching this one, well, for the first time on television. Yeah, I look forward, forward to the challenge of watching this one again. A heck of a ball game. It's unbelievable. I can't wait to rewatch it.